Ruchim and welcome everyone to Kailo Agra the Perka. So this week, uh, not only are we uh, together with uh, the branch in Queens, but all of the Agra the Perkas nationally, we're going to speak out an in Indian relevant to Parshas Toldois about the narrative of the Parsha. Um, we have the Marmakoimos up on the Zoom screen, so if anybody wants to follow along, you can follow along. Also, the Marmakoimos have been, um, I sent it to Rabbi Yisrael Moskowitz, so if you could get your email address to him, then he'll be happy to send it to you. Um, or afterwards, if you subscribe to our email at uh, office at rabbidg.com, we could get you the Marmakoimos. Parshas Todos. Vayehav Yitzchak es Esav kitzayid b'fiv. Yitzchak loved Esav, literally, because his trap was in his mouth. V'rivko eheves es Yaakov. V'rivko loved Yaakov. Simply put, Yitzchak loved Esav because Esav brought him food. Esav made a good barbecue. And certainly this requires explanation. Yitzchak being one of the Avais HaKadoshim, one would not expect that he would be persuaded by Achila, he would be persuaded by Basar, and yet the simple reading of the Pasuk, Kitsayid Befiv, that Yitzchak loved Esav, because uh, Esav provided him with Basar. But even more difficult is the expression that Yitzchak uses in describing what Yitzchak should bring, what Esav should bring him. Yitzchak says to Esav, Vi'ata sanachilecha, and now, Sharpen your vessels. Tell Yechavikashtecha, your bow, your sword. Your sword, your bow. Go out to the field. And make me tasty dishes. Like I love. I mean, would you expect Yitzchak to tell Esav, make me that steak that I love? I mean, would you expect the God al Hadar to say that? Just imagine. Um, a great tzaddik in B'nai Brak in their apartment say to their son, make me that juicy rib steak that I love. That's not really an expression that you would expect, and yet that's exactly what Yitzchak Avinu says. What exactly did Yitzchak love about the basar? Can we say that Yitzchak physically enjoyed the meat? What exactly was that experience? And even when Rivka Imenu tells Yaakov to dress up like Esav and bring him the food, the Pasuk says, Lech no el go to the sheep, v'kachli misham shnei gedoye izim toivim, bring me two good goats, v'eso oisa matamim, and uh, I will bring, uh, and I will make the dishes, l'avicha kasher ohev, like he loves. So even Rivka Imenu, she also knew that he... Uh, he loved it. What, what exactly is this expression that uh, keeps on repeating itself, that Yitzchak Avinu loves the meat? What exactly was he uh, loving about the meat? It must have been really good. I mean, if Yitzchak Avinu loved it, it must have been really good. So what exactly is this expression? Now, another important diok over here, if you look at number three. Rivka Yimeno tells, Yitzchak, Rivki Meno tells uh, Yaakov, and now my son, listen to my voice. Why the emphasis, listen to my voice, to that which I'm commanding you. And again, she says, 
And his mother said to him, Listen to my voice. You know, if you want your kid to do something, you, you, you tell the kid and you say, Do it. What's Shema B'Koyli? What's that extra expression? Shema B'Koyli. Now, one of the most uh, interesting phenomenon that we encounter over here is the fact that when whoever walks into the room, the comments that Yitzchak makes about them is about the way they smell. So, for example, it says, Vayigash, Vayishak Yaakov approached, Yitzchak kissed him, Vayarach esreach begadav, he smelled the aroma of his garments, Vayivarchehu, and he blessed him, Vayoymer, Re'ei reach b'ni, Kereach sadeh asher berchoy Hashem. Rashi says, Vayarach, what did he smell? Vahaloy ein reach ra yoysem yishetav, nothing smells worse than goat hair. So we see that as Yaakov walks into the room, the aroma of Gan Eden went in with him. And on the other hand, when Esau walks in, Yitzchak is very frightened. So who, who is the first guy? I ate everything, says Rashi. What was he astonished? What was he frightened about? Loshan Tmiya Umed Roshai Ra Gehenim Psucha Mitachtav. He saw Gehenim. He saw Gehenim come from under Asav, and he knew there was something strange. So isn't that a little bit unusual? I mean, if your kids come to visit, you know, many people didn't see their, their families for for almost a year, or maybe even longer after COVID. When your kid comes with his children and he enters your house, I don't think one of the first things that you comment him about is the way he smells. Oh, you smell like Ganeden, you smell like Gehenim. I don't think that's recommended uh, parental practice to comment on the aroma of one's child. Uh, certainly not in the beginning. You know, you smell the same, you smell different, you smell worse, you smell better. Why is Yitzchak commenting on the aroma of Yaakov, what's this all about? And, you know, if if Esav, when he walked in, he, Yitzchak saw Gehenim, Sucha Mitachtav, why was this, was this the first time that Yitzchak ever sensed Gehenim in the presence of Esav? I mean, Esav brought him food, he brought him lunch every day. And we never find that Yitzchak was frightened because Esav walked in with uh, with the aura of Gehenim. So why Dafka on this faithful day, all of a sudden Yitzchak is scared because Esav walks in and Yitzchak feels Gehenim Psucha Mitachtav. Okay, so let's take one thing at a time. What does it mean that Yitzchak loved Esav? Kitzayid Bepiv, Targum says, Urechem Yitzchak Yas Esav, Arei Mitzayde Havaachel. Yitzchak loved Esav because Esav, because Yitzchak ate from his catch. That's the simple meaning of the Pasuk. The Ibn Ezra has a very uh, remarkable understanding of this. Actually, uh, last January, we had the Zuchus, we did some research, and we went in the north in Eretz Yisrael to uh, an Arab city, an, an Arab village. The name of it is Kival or Kabul. And uh, with the help of the Palestinian police, in cooperation with the Israeli government, I went to the kever of the Ibn Ezra. 
The Ibn Ezra is buried in the north with the Rabbi Huda Halevi, with Rabbi Shlomo Ibn Gabriel, and also in that city is uh, Micha Hanavi. It's actually pretty amazing. It's an Arab village in the north. If you want to see what it looks like, we actually have some clips on Torah anytime. Now, many people think Ibn Ezra, he, he was a liturgical poet. The Kotzker says about the Ibn Ezra, he says he can't comprehend how it's possible for a human being to have such wide shoulders to shoulder so much Yerashamayim. That's what the Kotzker said about the Ibn Ezra. The Ibn Ezra said the reason why Yitzchak loved Esav because because Esav fed him because Yitzchak was an ani ve'evyain. Yitzchak had no money, which is a pella. Yitzchak had no money. I mean, Avram Avinu was very wealthy. He was kaved ma'od b'mikne. But the Ibn Ezra learns Yitzchak made a bad some bad business decisions and he lost all his money. And says Ibn Ezra, the proof that Yitzchak had no money. Is Vayivez Esav as Habachaira? I mean, Esav's not a fool. Why would Esav just give up the Bechaira like that? It must be Esav made a cheshbin that the pot of beans that Yaakovina was cooking was more valuable than the whole Yerusha that he could anticipate from, from Yitzchak Avinu. And therefore he says, Vayivez Esav, Lama Zeliya Bechaira. So the Ibn Ezra learns that Esav, uh, that Yitzchak had nothing to eat. He was an Aniva Evyain. And uh, that's why he loved Esav. The Ramban rejects the Ibn Ezra. And the Ramban says that the reason why Yitzchak asked Esav to make him a barbecue is similar to when the Nevi'im would want to receive and attain prophecy. They would call a musician, they would have to be in the right frame of mind, they would have to be in the right state of mind. And... They, they would uh, utilize music and channel the power of music to, uh, so to speak, commune with, with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and that would put them in the right frame of mind to receive prophecy. So to Yitzchak Avinu, when he wanted to give a bracha to, to uh, Esau at the end of his life, he said, bring me some meat, that would put him in the rap- proper frame of mind. However, Reb Tzadik HaKoyen, in uh, the Preet Tzadik, in Parshas Toldois, he's not satisfied with the Ibn Ezra's explanation that Esav, that uh, Yitzchak was poor, and that's why he loved Esav, and he's not fully understanding of that which the Ramban says, that he needed the meat to put him in the, rap, the correct, proper frame of, uh, frame of mind. He says, it's one thing to have someone play music for you. So if somebody plays music for you, so you hear, that will connect you to But the idea that Yitzchak Avinu needed music and uh, needed meat, and somehow by eating meat, that would bring him closer to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. I mean, uh, when was the last time you heard about a, a gadol that uh, he he was in the middle of learning Toisvus, and he says, "You know what? I'm not having enough tevekos. Bring me a hot dog. Bring me a steak. That will bring, that will be mizdabek meat Hakadosh Baruch Hu. That's not really something that you typically uh, would encounter, and therefore the pritzadik." He does not understand the Ibn Ezra. He doesn't fully comprehend the Ramban. And therefore he offers the following pshat. It's an amazing pshat. It's based on a lambdas. But uh, bear with me for a brief lambdas. The Mishnah says in the beginning of the second parak of Kedushin, Ha'ish mekadesh bai uveshluchai, 
a man could get married him and his through him and his agent. A woman could get married through her or through her agent. And the Gemara asks, well, if a man could marry through an agent, so then, of course, he could do it himself. If a woman could marry through an agent, then, of course, she could accept it herself. And the Gemara says, the Chidosh is, Mitzvah boy yoyser mi There's a bigger mitzvah to do it yourself. Even though you're allowed to do it through an agent, Nevertheless, it's a bigger mitzvah to do it yourself. And the Gemara brings many stories of Amoraim and Tanoim, who they would prepare for Shabbos themselves, despite the fact that they could have had somebody do the, the hard work for them. Asks the Ran, Bishlama, a man, we could say, mitzvah boy, What mitzvah is there to get married? Where in the Torah does it say there's a mitzvah to get married? The answer is the mitzvah puravu. So man has a mitzvah puravu. But a woman doesn't have a mitzvah puravu. There's no mitzvah in the Torah for a woman to have children. The mitzvah is for the man to have children. No mitzvah for a woman to procreate. So how could the Mishnah say, Mitzvah ba, yoyser mi b'shlucha, a woman is not commanded to get married. Says the Ran, that even though a woman does not have a direct mitzvah to get married, she has an assist. Misayeya, she's a Misayeya Lidei Oisei Mitzvah. The same way, you know, Toysvus and Masech the Shabbos is Mechadesh. That if someone does an Avera, they get an Avera. If somebody assists them to do the Avera, they are called Misayeya Lidei Oivre Avera, even if it's not a situation of Naivre Lesite Mechshah. Likewise, when it comes to doing a Mitzvah, so Lahavdil, the guy who gets a goal, he gets all the covet, and the guy who passes it to him, he gets the assist. But uh, same thing with the mitzvah. The guy who does the mitzvah, he gets the mitzvah. The guy who enables it, he abets, he facilitates, he gets the assist. So therefore, it's a mitzvah for a woman to get married, because what's the mitzvah? She assists the man in having a child. It's not her mitzvah, but she helps someone else do a mitzvah. With this idea, with this lumdus of the Ran, Reb Tzedek HaKoyin says as follows. He says, you know why Yitzchak loved Esav's food? Because we know that even though Esav was a Russia, nevertheless, there's one mitzvah that he excelled in more than anybody in history. The Medrash famously says in Bereshus Rabbah, we have it here on the sheet in number 14, Amar Shim Gamliel, my whole life I served my father. I didn't serve my father even a hundredth that Esav served his father. When I served my father, I did it in, you know, regular clothing, my soiled garments. Esav put on a tuxedo, he put on a special begadim to serve his father. So Esav was the paragon of Kibbut Ava'im. And when Esav served his father, Esav was being Mikayim, the great mitzvah of Kibbut By the way, Rav Tzadik HaKoyim says, you know why Esav served his father more than Yaakov? It's only natural. Because why does... Why does one, why is one obligated to, to honor their father? What did the father do for a person? The Gemara says, Aviv The father brought you into this world. That's why the honor of a Rebbe is greater than the honor of a father. Because the, the father brings a person into this world. The Rebbe brings someone into the world to come. By the way, there's a very frightening uh, insight into this Gemara. Because the same way nobody ever came into this world without a father, nobody ever gets to the world to come without a Rebbe. 
You know, it's not enough to have books. It's not enough to hear the Torah. Somebody has to have a Rav and a Rebbe. The father brings somebody into Olam Hazeh, and the Rebbe brings into Olam Abba. So Yaakov Avinu valued Olam Abba. Esau valued Olam Hazeh. Who valued this world more than Esau? That's why Esau honored his father so much. Therefore, every time Esau brought food to his father, Esau was being Mekayim, the mitzvah of Kibod Av. Was Yitzchak doing anything good? Says Reb Tzadik you bet. You know what Yitzchak was doing? Yitzchak was facilitating the mitzvah of Kibod Av. He was doing the Ran's mitzvah. Esau was being Mekayim Kibud Av, and Yitzchak was Messiah Lidei Oisei Mitzvah. And that Kedusha, and that Asiyas HaMitzvah, entered the very food that Yitzchak ate. The Mitzvah, the Zuchus that Yitzchak was doing, that he was facilitating, the Kibud Av of Esau, entered his food, and he loved it. He loved the time of the Mitzvah. The proof is, says Reb Tzaddik, that it wasn't the food, but it was the time of the mitzvah, was the fact that Yitzchak said, bring me venison, and, uh, and Yaakov brought him some goat. Now, I'm not an expert. I never ate deer meat in my life, nor do I plan on it, or do I have any hasaga of wanting to. But I would assume that if I asked for deer meat and somebody brought me goat meat, I would be able to tell the difference. So why couldn't Yitzchak tell the difference? Yitzchak couldn't tell the difference between uh, deer meat and goat meat. The answer is he wasn't even goyres tam oilam What he loved about the, the food was he loved the fact that his facilitation of a mitzvah was, was tasted, was experienced in eating that food. And that is why Yitzchak Avinu loved Esav. Now, we're going to explain this even further because if you look... In the Pasuk, says Rav Tzadik HaKoyim, look at number two. You, you could see it on the screen. V'yata sana chelecha, telyecha v'kashtecha, v'tseya sada, v'tsudolit soyed. The word soyed is pronounced tzadi yodalid, but it's spelled tzadi yodalid hey. There's a hey there, there's a creek sieve. Says Rav Tzadik HaKoyim. What exactly is the significance of this creek sieve? Why is there a letter hey there? And he brings a Yisoyed from the Arizal that any time a word has a ois from the shame of Hashem, that indicates an extra degree of Kedusha. Mashain Kain, any, any word that is missing an ois from the shame Hashem, denotes a lack of Kedusha. That's why Ephraim is spelled Chasar without a Vav, because Ephraim was such a stingy guy, he lost the Vav, he lost that ois from the shame of Hashem. Mashain Kain Esav always fulfilled the mitzvah of Kibbut Av, so his Soyed, which was Sadi Yudalid, was Kriq Sid, Sadi Yudalid Hey. Be it as it may, says Rabtzadak HaKoy, and that is exactly what Yaakov, uh, what Yitzchak loved about the food of Esav. By the way, Rabtzadak HaKoyen brings an amazing thing in the Sefer Pritzadik on Bishalach, and number 16 on your sheet. And I don't know if we would we would have uh, categorized this as Minog Yisrael, but Rav Tzadik HaKoyim says, why is it Minog Yisrael, those who love Torah, and they want their children to be Tamir Chachamim, why is Minog Yisrael that the parents support their children after the Chasana so that they should be able to learn? So, 
I don't know that uh, we would have categorized that as minhag Yisrael. We would say, you know, that's a uh, a modern day phenomenon. That's just the reality of from Jewish life that parents support their kids after the chasana so they could learn. Rav Tzalik says it's it's much more than that. It's minhag Yisrael Taira. He explains as follows that in order for somebody to be successful in Limit Torah, it's very important that the food that they eat is B'Kedusha. And that a person is ingesting a food which is Kadosh and Tahar. By the way, the Agra de Perka brings, not to be confused with Agra de Perka, of the Koilel network, the amazing Koilel network, there's also <laughs> a Sefer Agar de Perka of the author of the Bnei Yisachar. And he writes, if I'm not mistaken, from Reb Nachamendel of Rimenov, that the phenomenon sometimes of kids that veer off the straight and the narrow, he says very uh, frighteningly, is if the food that they eat was bought with money, which is not kosher money, if the money was earned unethically, dishonestly, then the food is like eating nevelos or trefos. And it's no wonder what, what the outcome of such a child is, he says. Again, you know, we can never judge any particular circumstance. I'm just sharing with you the idea that he says. And therefore... Even more important for someone to become a Tamil Chacham, that he learns with Amelos and he learns with Yerushamayim, he also has to eat food that's kosher food. And not only it's kosher food, it's bought with kosher money. Now, says Rabbi when the children learn, they're Mekai in the midst of Limud, but what are they eating? When the parents are supporting them, the parents are being mekayim the mitzvah of, of Hachzakas Torah. The children are mekayim the mitzvah of facilitating Hachzakas Torah. The run. That's what Yitzchak was doing. The children are facilitating Hachzakas Torah. That zechus of Hachzakas Torah gets into their food. They eat the food. The food has Kedushas HaMitzvah. What mitzvah? The facilitation of Hachzakas HaTorah. And Memela, they grow up with Yerushamayim. So whatever they do the rest of their life, the foundation of their life is through food that was sanctified through the mitzvah of Messiah Lidei Hachzakas HaTorah. Let's come back to Yaakov and Esav. The Mishnah says in Sanhedrin, this is Oyam Anoira, Kol Yisrael Yeshlam Chelek, La Oilam Haba, asked Rav Chaim Velazhener in the Ruach Chaim, should say, Kol Yisrael Yishlam Chelek Be Oilam Haba. Every Jew has a share in the world to come. What's to the world to come? You ready? This is a, a Yisoid that gives a person understanding and chizuk every single day of life. Listen to this uh, comment of the Ruach Chaim. Says If you look at number 18, look at these words. It is known. When it enters a person's mind to do a mitzvah, it makes a big impression in Shamayim. And 
and it's aroused on a person, a, a light that encircles the person. And a person is protected in its shade. A person is in midst of this great Armakif. Listen to this. So a person decides, you know, every Monday I learn from uh, 9.30 to 11.30. Today I'm going to learn an extra hour. Today I'm going to go to the Gladstein Shear. So a person decides they're going to do a mitzvah. Once you decide you're going to do a mitzvah, you're surrounded by Armakif, you're surrounded by Kedusha, and that Armakif gives a person chizuk and strengthens a person and assists a person to complete the mitzvah. Look at Rav Chaim Lezer. V'hu loy le'ezer, it will be an assistance. U'lesad le'goimra, to finish it. Ki hu yoishiv kemoi beganeiden mamish mokoim kadosh. And you're sitting in the Garden of Eden. You're sitting in paradise, in a holy spot. V'hakadusha malbashtoi. Kedusha cloaks you by yidei gemara mitzvah by completing the mitzvah yoiser mischazek halavosh. The garment is even strengthened, is intensified. Umeir the haar mistalik achachadel ganeden. That light then gets deposited in escrow, and that's your schar in olam haba. Says Reb Chaim Velazhner, people make a big mistake. They think, okay, I'm, uh, this is this is pshat olam haba. I'm going to learn for an hour. When the hour is over, God gives me a ticket. And I'm going to take that ticket. I put it in my wallet. And in Lachar Me'vesim Shana, I'm going to hand Rebun Shem the ticket. And I'm going to cash in on, on my mitzvah. You know, that's not how it works. The way Olam Haba works is when a person decides to do a mitzvah, he's surrounded in light. He's surrounded in Kedusha. That Kedusha assists a person to complete the mitzvah. Then when you complete the mitzvah, the Kedusha intensifies. The Kedusha is strengthened. And you're literally in Olam Haba in this world. There's no separate Olam Haba. When you do the mitzvah, the Olam Haba comes down. It surrounds the person. A person is encompassed in Olam Haba. And then when the mitzvah is over, God takes that Olam Haba that you created and He stows it away for you to enjoy forever in the world to come. But on the, on the flip side, says Rechaim Belajanar, when a person does an Avera, then all of a sudden the Kayach Hara is Mizdabek by. And a person is surrounded in Gehenim Mamish. When a person does an Avera, Gehenim surrounds the person. The person is in Gehenim. It separates a person from Kedusha, like the Pasuk says in Yeshaya, Avanoiseichem, Mabdilim Beini Uveinechem. Like the Gemara says in Erevin, Amoik, Emek Habacha, Shemamikin Lohem Gehenim. So it's not the Pshat, Olam Haba, Gan Eden, Gehenim. It's some concept in another world. We have no idea what it is. We'll figure it out when we get there. We'll, flavor, we'll savor it when we get there. But it's not something we've ever experienced. No. Adarabba. When a person has an idea to do a mitzvah, they are immediately surrounded in an armakif. And when you do the mitzvah, Gan Eden Mamish comes down on a person and a person is surrounded in the Garden of Eden. And then the Rebbe Hashem takes that and he stows it away for the future. And on the flip side, when a person does an Avera, says Rav Chaim Velazhenar, that's why, that's the Pshat Mitzvah, Goyreres Mitzvah. 
You know why mitzvah gorer is mitzvah? Because once you do a mitzvah, and you're surrounded in Gan Eden, so he says, then in Gan Eden it's much easier to do more mitzvahs. If you're sitting in Borough Park, or in Cedarhurst, or in Muncie, or in Flatbush, it's not easy to do mitzvahs. But when you're in Gan Eden, it's much easier to do mitzvahs. That's the pshat. Mitzvah, goyreres mitzvah. You do a mitzvah, Gan Eden comes down. When you're sitting in Gan Eden, so all you want to do is you want to do another mitzvah. By the way, Ruchaim Lajner writes, the best way to save yourself from Gan Eden, excuse me, the best way to save yourself from the Yetzirah, let's say a person feels a, a taiva to do an Avera. person is, feels they're about to, do, to, to get angry. They feel they're about to do an Avera. The best way to save yourself from the Yetzirah, quickly do a mitzvah. You do a mitzvah, you're surrounded in Armakif. Gan Eden comes down. Once you're in the Armakif and Gan Eden comes down, you're not going to have the same cheshek to do the Avera. It's, a, it's, a, it's an Eitzah Nifla, that when a person has a desire to do an Avera, so go quickly do a mitzvah. Say a parak of Tehillim, learn a Mishnah, do something. Yikra Kriyashma, because when you do a mitzvah, then you're already surrounded in Gan Eden. Therefore, says Rechaim Velazhner, as soon as you do the mitzvah, you're surrounded in Reach Gan Eden. Now, I don't know, I can't tell you, I don't know what Gan Eden smells like, but my Zayda, he was a Talmud of Ramanachem Zemba, Ben Bayes Ramanachem Zemba, who's a Rav in Pittsburgh for 70 years. He is a survivor of Auschwitz, Dachau, death marches. In his house, it smelled like Gan Eden. Now, I don't know, I was never in Gan Eden, but if you want to know what Gan Eden smelled like, you could go to Maizeda's house. Not only that, I have Sfarim from Maizeda's house, they still smell Reach Gan Eden. They never saw really what Gan Eden was like. That's what Rechaim Belashner says. When a person does a mitzvah, they are surrounded in Gan Eden. Therefore, not kol Yisrael Yeshem Chilek Be'olam Haba. Be'olam Haba is mashma that, okay, you're going to live 120 years, and then when it's all over, you'll go to a new destination. No. Kol Yisrael Yeshem Chilek Le'olam Haba. Every year has a chilek that when they do the mitzvah and they're surrounded in Gan Eden at that moment and then the Rebbe takes that Gan Eden and he stows it away every year as a chilek to go to Olam Haba through the Olam Haba a person made and created and experienced in Olam Haza. I want to share with you a diok in the Mesel Sisharim. This is probably the most famous part of Masil Shisharim. And I've seen this many, many dozens of times. And not until recently did I realize this diok. And this is a diok of Rav Shalom Avoba. It's a diok Oyoim Venoira. Now sometimes a person would say, what is this talking about? When I do a mitzvah, I don't feel like I'm an Oyoim Haba. <coughs> and I don't think that's true. I think everybody, Kuleyama Moidi, that there are times in your life when you're Mekayim a mitzvah, and the experience that the Neshama feels is unmistakably, that's Ganeden, it's Olam Haba. There's a certain high, a certain Devekos, a certain Slavos, that the only way you could describe it, it doesn't mean it happens every day, and it doesn't mean a person's always in touch with it. 
but unmistakably, there are times in life where a person could look back and say, okay, I know, when I did that, when I did X, I was in Gan Eden. And on the flip side, I think everybody would be Maida. There are times that a person could say, okay, when I did that, it wasn't, it didn't feel like Gehenim. It wasn't similar to Gehenim. No. When that happened, it was Gehenim Mamish. That was Gehenim. And Revolva basically says that the reason why we're not always in touch that when we do a mitzvah that we feel like we're surrounded in Gan Eden Mamish is the Rambam says in Chelek that the wanted to be us and therefore he gave us many many mitzvahs. So and the Rambam explains that to get Olam Haba all it takes is to do one mitzvah lishma. The thing is, it's not so easy to do a mitzvah lishma. So Ibn Sham gave us many, many mitzvahs, hoping that one time, one day in life, we would do one mitzvah lishma, and through that one mitzvah lishma, one would be kaina elam So from here we see that the real way to the to experience this idea that one is surrounded in Gan Eden, a person has to do a mitzvah lishma, and that's a very big challenge. There are always ulterior motives. There are always other cheshbonos that people have. But there, certainly there are times in life we do that mitzvah and we do it without any ulterior motive. And it's an unmistakable feeling and, and recognition and sensation that we are surrounded by the armakif. Says Reb Volba, this idea of Chaim Velazhenor is mavuar in the famous words of Masil Sasham. Take a look over here, number 29. Yesoid hachasidus v'shoyresh ha'avoyda ha'tamimahu. Okay, we all know these words. The foundation of saintliness, the root of perfect avoyda v'ashem. She'yizborer v'yisames eitzel ha'adam. It has to be clear and true to a person. Ma chayvasoy ba'ilamay. What is your obligation in this world? That is the foundational principle. And what do you need to put your outlook and your focus? In everything you toil, meaning the foundational principle in all Yiddishkeit is, what am I doing here? And the answer is, A person was only created to delight in Hashem, and to take pleasure from the splendor of the Shechina. Now look at these words carefully. I know you know them. Get ready for this diok. Delighting in the Shechina is the true Tainug, and the greatest delight, from all delights, that you could find. So the Ramchal is saying that Dveikos to the Shechina is Tainug Ho'amiti, it's the true Tainug, and Idun Hagadol, the greatest delight. Says the Ramchal, Umekoim Ho'idun Hazeh, the place of this delight, Be'emes Hu Ha'elam Haba. 
because Alma was created with the preparation that is needed for this. Asks Rabbi Shloyma Volba, the Ramchal left out two words. There are two words. The Ramchal says that Dveikos to the Shechina is Tainug Ho'amiti and Yidun Hagadol. It is the true delight and the greatest pleasure. And then when he says where you find it, he says, Mokoim Ho'idun Hazed, the place of this Idun, Be'emes Hu'olam Abba, is really in the world to come. Okay, Ramchal. But you forgot to tell me, where is the place of the Tainug Ho'amiti? You just said, the Ramchal just said, that the Veikos to the Shechina is Tainug Ho'amiti and Idun Agado. But then the Ramchal tells me, the Mokoim Ho'idun, where is the Mokoim Ha'tainug? Why didn't the Ramchal say where the Mokoim Ha'tainug is? He says, the Mokoim Ha'idun is Olam Abba. Where is the Mokoim Ha'tainug? Must be, says Rebobo. The Mokoim Ha'idun is Olam Habba, but the Mokoim Ha'tainog is Olam Hazeh. If you want to know where you experience the Tainog Hashchina, that's in this world. We're in this world. That's what we just read in Rav Chaim Belajna. That when a person does a mitzvah, they're surrounded by the Ormakif, and they're Metuvach Ba'olam Hazeh Mamish. They're in Gan Eden Mamish. So this concept of Reb Chaim, Reb Chaim Velazhna, and the Ruach Chaim, and the Nefesh Chaim, is Mevuar in Mesel Sisharim. By the way, I would add, even the Mokoim Ho'idun is not only Olam Haba. Because the Ramchal says, Mokoim Ho'idun Hazeh, Be'emes Olam Haba. In truth, in principle, it's Olam Haba, but there's certainly an element of it in Olam Hazeh. Otherwise, why does Ramchal have to say Be'emes? So the Mokoim HaTainug is Olam Hazeh. The Mokoim HaIdun is Olam Abba, but a little bit of Bissalach in Olam Hazeh as well. Now let's come back to the story of Yaakov and Esau. And Let's come back to the story of Yaakov and Esau. Why is it that every single day Yitzchak Avinu was brought venison and catch and barbecue from Esau? He never saw Gehenna. What did Yitzchak usually experience when Esau brought in the food? So there is a perush on the Nefesh Achayim called Uvacharta Bachayim. If I'm not mistaken, it's from Rabbi Aaron David Goldberg, Rashivov tells. And he comments, based on this Nefesh Achayim, that when Yaakov Avinu brought in the food, so, Nichnesa Imoy Reach Ganeden. Why, when Yaakov Avinu brought in the food to Yitzchak, did a, did a Reach of Ganeden enter together with Yaakov Avinu? The answer is, because as the Nefesh Hachayim taught us, that when a person does a mitzvah, they are mukaf, they are makif, and they are metuvach in Ganeden Mamish, and they're situated in, in Olam Abba. And therefore, as Yaakov Avinu is being mekayim, the mitzvah of Kibbut Av, 
Nichnesa imoi reach ganeden as whenever Yaakov Avinu did a mitzvah. Marvra boysai. That's why Yitzchak didn't really understand who Esav was. You know, because Esav always brought Yitzchak food. And he was always in the midst of Kibra Vaim. And every time Esav walked into the room, Esav was surrounded with this great Armakif. And Yitzchak could not penetrate it and see his true essence. By the way, isn't it a Pella? Yitzchak Avinu can't understand who Esav was. I mean, the Arizal, he could look at your forehead and tell you every Maisa you ever did, and Yitzchak didn't know who Esav was. But the answer is that at the time that a person is doing a mitzvah, as the Nevesh Chaim said, they are surrounded in an armakif, they are literally in Gan Eden, and mitzvah goreres mitzvah, and there's no Yitzhahara at that point. And every time Yitzchak had an encounter with Esav, Esav was being Mekayim, the mitzvah of Kibbut Ava'im, and that created this surrounding aura around Esav, and Yitzchak did not penetrate that. Yitzchak, all he saw was this great Kedusha residing on Esav. But one day, Esav had a great nightmare. By the way, the Imrayemes brings a story about the Chayz of Lublin, that they told the, the Chayza, we have a big problem, there's a, there's a Moiser, do us a favor, we want you to say his name, and you know, knock off the Moiser. And the Chayza says, I, I say his name, but, but uh, I don't see that he's a Russia. I see that great Kedusha on him. And the Chayza was told, because at that moment, this Russia was lighting the Ner Hanukkah, and at that moment, he's in the Kaim Mitzvah, so he was encircled in an Armakif, and the Chayza couldn't really be oimed on the, the status of this Russia. So too, on a regular, typical day, Esav HaRasha's encounter and experience with Yitzhak Avinu was through the mitzvah of Kibbut Ava'im, and therefore, since he excelled so greatly in that mitzvah, he experienced that which the Nefesh HaChayim says, that a person is makif b'kedusha v'soychech be'evrasoy v'adam metuvach b'ay v'hu yoyshev k'moy b'gan eden mamish makoim kadosh. And that's why when Yaakov brought in the food to, to Yitzchak, But listen to what happened over here. And this Nakuda, I once heard from Rav Ram Shor, and he said it over from the Sefer Rapduni B'Tapuchim, and I didn't have it on the time. Uh, I just got the Sefer Rapduni B'Tapuchim, my good friend Rav Velvel Finkelstein, he sent it to me. But I couldn't find it, so Rabbi Ramshor emailed me number 26 on the sheet. The Rapduni B'tapuchim is the brother of Rabbi Asher Arieli, Rabbi Shlaim Arieli. And he says like this, that typically when Esav came into his father, so Yitzchak didn't experience Gehenim, Adaraba, he experienced Gan Eden. Esav was coming with the mitzvah of Kibar Ava'im, and he was, he was metuvach, he was encircled in the Armakif. But don't you remember the Targum Yonasem ben Uziel over here? Targum Yonasem ben Uziel says that on that day, let's see if we can find it over here. Ve'ikev meimra min da'ashem minei, the word of Hashem prevented him. Tzeda dafya, dachya from catching pure catch for Yitzchak 
Meaning the here, look in the embracious Rabba. Embracious Rabba, we found Rabbi Elazar Noshav Yosi Amar Ma'u Lo Yachroich Lo Yarech Hakazvul Aramot Seidoi Dami Rishuvan Levi. That whole day, Esav was catching one deer and a ma- and he tied it up and the Malach untied it. He tied it up and the Malach untied it. So Esav was having a very hard time catching any deers on that day. So says Targum Yonason, the Ashkach Kalba, he found a dog. The Katle, he shechted the dog. The other Afumine Tavshilin, and he made a dish out of the dog. I don't know, he probably made hot dogs, right? The Aisi Lavoy, and he brought it to his father. The Amr Lavoy, yo, come out, you know? I have a delicious meal. Oh, is this Kibbutz Avaim? He's going to feed his, his father dogs? That's not a, a mitzvah. Now Esau is trying to be Machshel, his father. So instead of Esau being surrounded in an Armakif and being surrounded in the Kedusha of Gan Eden, now Esau, for the first time in his life, is sitting Mamish in Gehenom. And therefore Rashi says, as Esau walks into the room, Rashi says, Vayecherad Yitzchak Charada Gedoyla. Yitzchak trembled very greatly. Says Rashi, Ra Gehenom Psucha Mitachtov. What do you mean Gehenom? Since when does uh, Esav come in with Gehenim? The answer is, since he couldn't find the deer that Yitzchak wanted, and now he's not coming in, surrounded in the Kedusha of Olam Haba, now he's coming in, in Gehenim Mamish. So, Vayecherad Yitzchak Charada Gedoyla Admaoid. And these are the two paths in life. Don't think that the difference between Avodah Hashem or the other path is, nah, we won't find out the difference until after 120. No, 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 no. Right here in this world, at a time a person does a mitzvah, he's nislabesh within our makif, he's nislabesh bekedushas ganeden, he's nislabesh beganeden mamish, he's in a makoim kadosh, and therefore mitzvah goireres mitzvah, and it's an etzah toiva and an etzah nefla that a person has a desire to do an avera, Go quickly do a mitzvah to bring back the right seviva to be able to fight off the Yitzhahara. Masha'in came when a person does an Avera. It's not that there's a Gehenim waiting. He is immediately clings to a Koyach and he is the Gehenim Mamish in this world. This is what the Mesil Susharim tells us. The Makoim Ha'idun is Be'emes in Olam Haba. But the Makoi Matainog, what about the Makoi Matainog? That says Revoba, the Mesil Susharm is saying the Makoi Matainog is right down here in Olam Hazah. And Revoba says that one of the reasons that we don't always uh, feel it or we're not always fully in touch with it is because to be able to be beganed and mamish, the mitzvah has to be done lishma. But it's important for us to recognize that the the aura of ganeden is available here ba'olam hazeh. It's available right now through asiyas hamitzvahs. And Revolba says that there are three particular mitzvahs that uh, are more conducive for a person to feel and experience this. This Ganid and Mamish, he says, first of all, Limarat Torah. Limarat Torah, which is called Shashuim, the Eyeh Shashuim Yoim Yoim. 
this shashuim is is no question says Ravoba the uh, the tainug of that Reb Chaim Velazhner is talking about that a person is beganid and mamish. Ravoba says that at a time of tefillah, when a person blocks out of their mind and their focus the tanuge oilam hazeh and the hanos oilam hazeh and their mistakel klape malo. At that moment, a person is able to be enveloped in this armakif and be metuvach in meganei de mamish. And uh, the mitzvah of Shabbos, which we know on Shabbos a person has a neshama yisera, which, which not only allows a person to eat more, but it enhances and it expands a person's ability to perceive the uh, connection to the kedusha of Olam Haba. So this is what we learn from Yaakov and Esav. When Yaakov comes in, he is uh, he comes in beruach ganeden. When Esav comes in on that fateful day, Yitzchak Avinu saw Gehenem sucha tachdav. This was not a one-time phenomenon. This is what occurs every time a person does a mitzvah and every time a person does an avera. May Hakadosh Baruch Hu give us all siyata deshmaya to mekayim mitzvahs l'shma. So we should be zoicha to experience this Ganeden Mamish Ba'olam Hazeh and we should be zoicha Vimois HaMashiach Ulechai Olam Haba. Thank you very much and uh, look forward to the next year at this time 1140. Wishing everybody Brachavat Vachash Gayach.